Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That was a disgraceful preview. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Look, blame Janssen, man. If Janssen would actually have a much more in-depth thing, but I'm sorry, man. <laughs> He's called Janssen, and have you seen what, what he looks like? Hey, what's going on, guys? This is the Talking Tankers Podcast. I am Daniel Look. I am merely half hope. Merely half hope, or perhaps a bit more. Actually, I'm that hope, you know. I'm, I'm you have evolving. It, you haven't evolved into a new plateau. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, for, for talking tactics, since we're on the cusp of November, I'm going to be named, I'm going to be called that hope. Um, yeah, man, what's up, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, baby? I'm good, man. I'm good. Episode 20, man. Look, shouldn't we do something special since it's like this is. Pretty much like it's a special episode. Our presence is a president, bro. Isn't that slightly <laughs> arrogant? Yeah, but you know, it is what it is. So we do this every Tuesday. Um, shout out to Dan Colosimo for the new graphic, the new crest. I no, thank you, man. That was great. Much love to him. Much love to him. Uh, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. I think it's Colosimo99. He does some good, you know, Italian football stuff. I think he's a huge Juventus fan. So shout out to him. Um, Subscribe on the iTunes store. Follow us on SoundCloud. Um, we're on Instagram, Facebook. You guys know the, the drill already. So yeah, We're on Instagram? We don't put any pictures up, but it's always good to follow, you know. Well, I mean, Instagram is, is a bit, I don't know, it's a bit. Uh... Oh, you don't like it? Uh, it's all right, you know, but it's, it's, it's a bit passe, you know. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't even, I, have, I have an Instagram account, but I don't use it. You, you know what happened? Uh, before Instagram popped off, my phone's camera broke. So I had a phone for like a year or so with no back camera. So Instagram just passed me by. So you're saying that you can't survive without a back camera. Is that what you're trying to say? No, I got on perfectly. It's just that I couldn't use the Instagram app. So I just never downloaded it because it was pointless. Unless I was going to do front-facing camera pictures. But that would just be what? Selfies and... You guys so, wait, I just, wait, so wait, why are we talking about cameras? Instagram... And apparently we're on Instagram. So <laughs> if you're on Instagram, follow us. Yeah, um, I mean, not... but, I, but I think our Instagram game is 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 slipping big time because we don't actually post anything on Instagram. And the whole point of Instagram is you need to actually post. So I think we're pretty much flopping and failing on that on the Instagram <laughs> tip, Mike. No, look, man. As I say, look, Instagram. I think it's really for the Instagram. Like, I think Instagram is really like a female thing. All right, what's what's popping, man? Mourinho. <laughs> Ibrahimovic, eighth, eighth, eighth. There, what's for the right ahead of of United? Eighth, eighth. 
What really the what's what's for that seventh? Yeah. I said last week Ibrahimovic should be dropped, and I don't know how you guys felt about that, but I think I was justified in the game that we saw against Burnley. It's, what, it they had good. they had thirty seven shots. <laughs> wait, 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 you're not gonna have thirty seven shots. They had thirty seven shots. I don't know how many of them were on target, but they had thirty seven shots. I think they had nineteen corners or something <laughs> ridiculous. Burnley had twenty eight percent possession. <laughs> because, you know, people can say, oh no, they were unlucky, they dominated the game. If you have 37 shots, freaking 80 something percent possession, and you still can't, you know, sort it out, I'm sorry, man, but that is a flop, a flopperinsky, man. All right, all right, the, these are the stats. All right, I pulled them up 19 corners, 72% possession, 37 shots, 11. 11. So they missed the target 26 times. <laughs> 18 of those shots were blocked, though. Two shots hit the bar. And one missed setter. <laughs> and that was a horrible miss from Ibrahimovic. Like, you realize that Pogba would have had two game-match-winning assists if it wasn't for Ibra's brickness. Assists are a weird thing to judge a player off of because it's not dependent on you. It's dependent on the person you pass it to. You know what I mean? No, no, but, but, but there are times where, like, a pass can be... So let's see, like, Ibrahimovic missing those chances, it's... That's where he deserves to be so vilified because the pass is so good that all he needed to do was literally just... easy, just make good connection with this and you would score based on how good the pass was. Yeah. By passing all the defenders, perfect weight, perfect direction, perfect angle, all you need to do is just put it away. So to not put it away, you know, that's a flop, man. Yeah, yeah. I remember when uh, the, we had Chris Villas from the punters page on, and mm. Ibrahimovic, I think he'd scored four goals in three games or something like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember we were asking how many goals could Ibra score. We always, at, at the beginning, when he first signed for United, we thought maybe 12, maybe 13. Then he comes out and he scores in the Community Shield. He scores in United's first couple games or a few games. And we were like, could he get 30? <laughs> and now it, he, I think this is the longest scoring drought in his career so far. I think he's not scored in nine. And, and also, it's not like as if like he's not getting the key is like okay, he's not getting the, the chances. He's getting the chances. Mm. So there's no one to blame but himself. He might have come to the Premier League too late. Now that I think about it, because yeah. he, he, he's 35 and he's not a young 35 either. You know what I mean? Like, he has a lot of minutes on those legs. But then again, it's like... His, his, his aura makes him seem younger than he is. No, no, no. And also, as well, like, the, the way in which he plays um, age doesn't matter. Like, he's a thinker kind of player. He's not, like, a guy who really needs this. Basically, like, Aguero. When Aguero gets older, it will affect his game because his game is predicated on his physicality and his speed. Um, he, so, which, so, so is Ibra's. Walks, what? Ibra's, Ibra's game is predicated on physical strength and size. Mm, but it's more about his position. He's six foot five. He's a, he's a huge person. No, no, no. And, no. And, and, and being able to maneuver your body that's that big into the spaces that most, it needs to most be. Of the goals, no, most of the goals that he's scored hasn't been about his physicality. It's been about his ability to get in the right place at the right time or scoring a 30-yarder, a 40-yarder. Mm. But it's been really about his move movements and getting... Right yeah, right and side. yeah, your movement I think slows with age. Your brain is obviously going to be way better than it was when you were twenty-one, 
but being oh, able but, but being able to get in those positions with enough time to think about what you want to do so, so you your, your, your brain slows down in your 30s no 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 i'm saying your brain doesn't slow down your brain always evolves until you get to maybe i don't know i don't want to be ages maybe 70 or 80 don't be, or something. Don't be ages, don't be ages. <laughs> but what i'm saying is you need to be able to move around with enough time for your brain to work so Iber, Iber, he might get into good positions but maybe with not the same time that he had maybe five years ago. But it just, it's strange that uh, United are relying on a 35-year-old when they have maybe the best young striker, <laughs> barring Kelechi. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> well, well, look, this is actually a perfect segue into Schweinsteiger because Mourinho has to realize that this whole thing of like, you know, this, that my guys, I'll always stand by my guys, whatever happened, I'll always stand by my guys that's not going to work. And for the very fact that, I mean, you cannot keep standing by Ibrahimovic if he keeps on missing setters. You cannot, like, Schweinsteiger, he's calling. Like, your midfield is empty. Fellaini is crap. Carrick, yeah, he I, but he ain't great. You need some... And even Schweinsteiger, I think that his time is gone, but the situation is so bad at United that, you know what, it is... You need something different. Take, I mean, basically, take what you you can. Take what, mm. take what, whatever you can, whenever you can, wherever you can. And and it's not my my thing with uh, putting Schweinsteiger like not even in your first team, is however old he is, he's still one of the smartest footballers I think that we have. In uh, the no, but Daniel, age does matter in let's say something like the Premiership. Where no, 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 no. I mean, put him around the team. Let him give knowledge to other players where they can kind of feed off of what he knows and his yeah. experience in the game. Don't banish him so he can't, you know, provide little tidbits to Pogba, to Herrera, to I don't know what he can do with Fellaini, to be fair. But, but no, just, no, you know. Fellaini, Fellaini needs divine intervention. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying just having a, a World Cup winner, a Champions League winner on your team, um, it can't hurt just being in and around. So I think putting him back with the first team would be a wise decision, in my opinion. But uh, Mourinho's his own guy, you know? Yeah, that is... Look, I mean, that is true. Now, that, that has always been the... Um... Oh, wow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I have on the uh, the Stoke-Swansea game. And oh, wait, wait, just... what has happened? 3-1. Stoke. Bonnie has a brace. Hey, Joe, we'll Joe Allen assist, I think. The Welsh Pirlo. <laughs> now, don't please, please don't insult Pirlo. I beg you, don't, don't, don't insult Pirlo. <laughs> Yo, Arnautovic, he's a really good player, man. Uh, I, if well, take out the, take out the really, and then I'll maybe accept that statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I, I was gassing him up a bit. But uh, yeah. Joe Allen, when did Joe Allen get this good? Look, Joe Allen. Look, the guy, even at the Euros, man, he's always been like, you know, this guy has some. He he'll have like a really good game. And you're like, wait a minute, this guy's pretty good. Then he'll be like just coasting through. But he'll always have one of those games where he'll just be like, oh, no, this guy's like a really good passer of the ball. He doesn't do it enough times, you know, for you to say, oh, wow, he's one of the best. Mm. So anyway, Stoke, I don't know where they are on the table, but they're definitely going to win this game. So maybe... Sunderland are yet to win again <laughs> at the moment. They have, not, they like have they, how many points do they have? They have two points out of a possible 30? <laughs> They are yet to win again. <laughs> that's 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 all I'm saying. Yeah, but like, look, Sunderland do this every year. They play possum every season, where 
They just start out horribly. They sack a manager. Harvey, this is never. I don't think they've ever gone ten games without a well, win. Like the first ten I games. Mean, without a win. This is yeah. This is bad. But if you go yeah. back to um, Decanio, oh my god, Advocate, Alex, they all start horrible. Eight losses, two draws, minus thirteen goal difference after ten games. <laughs> oh boy. You, what, what do you think about Moyes, just quickly? Do you think he's going to last the season? Do you no, think he's going to no, last no. the week? He's, I mean, by December, he'll be sacked. So is he like dead man walking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's, he's gone. I mean, I'll be shocked if he lasts through December, but he's gone. Anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah, we are recording this during the Stokes Wanted game. So if we get a little bit off topic, I apologize. Um, so, wait, wait, why are you apologizing? Apologizing for what? Just uh, the general flow oh, of, the, of, of oh, the podcast. Oh, oh, look, man, Daniel, change, man, change. It's to 2016, man. What were, what were we talking about before we were rudely interrupted by Bonnie scoring? We're talking about donuts. No, we're talking about um, Schweinsteiger. Yeah. And how it's good for um, a player like that to be around players based on his experience and what he's, he's done down the line, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. so I think that's a, it's a good decision for Marino. Well, you know, well, I don't know. It can't be worse. Like, look, what's he gonna say? Okay, what's he gonna say to Fellaini or Carrick that's gonna change them? What? Maybe, maybe he's an evangelist. Maybe he can pray for them. You know, look, I don't tongues. Mean, United needs something a lot more than just an experienced World Cup winner to really change their fortunes. I mean, what they need is different personnel. Like, there's nothing you can do or say to Rooney apart from use Juju and White Magic to change Rooney's fortunes. Rooney is garbage. Fellaini is average. Schleinerlin is average. So, there are players in that team that are just like, Ugh. like Ferguson, maybe he foresaw it, but he said, you know what? Let me get the I'm hell out of here. I'm a bounce. <laughs> so, yeah, no, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here, baby. So, yeah, I mean, okay, so what were we expecting United to be fixed after one transfer window? Uh, no, 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 for me. Anybody, people who consider them as title contenders, I laughed. I said that they should at least get top four, but as for the title, no, it's not happening. Um, and as it's come to be like, look, man, they're, they're seven points off the, the, the top four, man. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll admit it. I got tricked or duped or I fell in love with the four players that he bought and thought, yeah, that's going to be enough to fix it. But I don't think I realized how big the task was at hand. So you bring in... Ibra, Pogba, Mkhitaryan, who is, where is he? Neptune. Um, <laughs> shoveling snow. Yep. <laughs> and who and who is the other Bai? So you have an injured Bai, a gone Mkhitaryan, an out-of-form Ibra, and Pogba trying to carry Fellaini, Carrick, Herrera. That's why, like, when people start hating on Pogba, I'm like, guys, <laughs> this is, what, a 23-year-old? who is literally having to carry an entire team. He's gone from playing around top-level players with a top-level coach to having to carry an entire team, an entire underperforming team at mm. 23. So cut him some slack, please. You know, cut him some slack. In theory, it should have worked. If you give those players, in theory, to Mourinho with the talent that was already there, it should work. You have the best goalkeeper in the league, you know? That's what that in for football, man, you can... 
bringing all the best players and everything like that, it's still all about execution on what you on what you do on that pitch. Yeah, I mean, you, you could just look at Galacticos. You could you could just look at the Galacticos from Real Madrid, like yeah, man. If the guys don't clean the doors, like Barcelona, shouldn't really be have been winning a lot of games that they have won, but because their players are so talented, especially one Argentina Hobbits, yeah, they win. But, but they're, they're, they're also so unselfish as well. Like Suarez, in any other team, he would be asked to get all the goals. I think he's more. He seems comfortable passing. As he seems comfortable with the assist, just as much as he is with the goal, so I, you can't legislate for that kind of cohesion in the team, where each player is going to be comfortable being a part, and not necessarily the main guy. But then again, when you have Messi, it's pretty obvious who the main guy is, isn't it? Yeah, 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 man. But um, yeah, look, man, it is. I mean, it's like for me, like you, you say to yourself, like, how do you fix? United, what are they doing wrong? What is happening? Um, but you look at that game against Burnley, practically, like, basically, Mourinho, what more can you do? What's called when, you, when your team has 37 shots, I mean... Yeah. And no, 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 forget the 11 shots on targets, 70% possession, and a keeper has a match of his life. Mm. What, as a manager, what do you do? I mean, the, the, I'm, I'm looking at the, the Stoke goalkeeper. The same thing happened in that game, where I think the name's Grant... He yeah. had he had another he was another keeper that had kind of the game of his life. I think it finished nil nil, so or maybe one one, I'm not sure. Um so you know, United have been unlucky and they've also been the kind of creators of their own demise in certain areas. But unfortunately in this in this in this day and age, like unlucky just doesn't cut it, man, unfortunately. Yeah. You, know? yeah. uh, you just have to get it done. You know, so speaking uh well, th- there's no really Good segue into this. <laughs> I was going to try to create one. This, that flopped very hard. Man. You thought you were clever trying to bring a segue, then <laughs> that's, that, that was a flop. No, of... you added that last sentence, and it kind of, it, whatever I good know, thought I had, it, know, it went I'm, away. I'm thankful for Chelsea, that. Chelsea, 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 Chelsea. Aha, speaking of flopping, here we go. Jamie Redknapp thinks Victor Moses is from England. Jamie Redknapp only got that job based on his father. And... His stu his stupidity, lack of preparation, and unprofessionalism. Like it's not even a mistake. It's I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> How no, do you no, I, I think there, there was somebody last season, I forgot the name. It might have been his dad, you know. It, it, he <laughs> it said in the, in the in the family. No, he said that Wes Morgan, how does he not have an England cap? <laughs> and people were like, dude, he's a Jamaican international. <laughs> like he's played like 30 times for Jamaica. I don't. I don't. I don't I, it it might have been Harry Redknapp. I don't know. So maybe it runs in the family. But I, I remember the same thing happened last season. I was like, you know, he was born in Lagos. You know, <laughs> well, I, I guess the confusion is he did play for the England Unders. Oh yeah, yeah. So 16, 17. No, no, no. For me, I, but I, I think no. up to twenty. Well, with the fact that you've like you're you, professional, bro. Like you should know. Yeah, you get paid thousands upon thousands to know something that. I don't think that's probably you'd be hard pressed to find any football fan who doesn't know that Victor Moses is Nigerian and has played for Nigeria and isn't has never played for England as a senior level. I was not in the England framework. Basically, you'd be hard pressed to find any football fan that doesn't know Victor Moses plays for Nigeria mm. because almost for general, like, so did you not watch the World Cup or you were not you were oblivious to what happened in the World Cup? I mean, it's like I mean, wow, so. I'm sure I, I kind of got lost in the game. 
there was like a there, there's a penalty claim, and apparently the foul happened outside of the box and not in the box. Which was how many minutes are left? Eight minutes, and oh. Swansea probably could have had a penalty, and the ref was going to give it, but the uh, the linesman was like, nah, the the first action happened like a foot outside the box. Anyway, yeah, I mean, Victor, if, if you look at Victor Moses' story, I was just looking at um, his Wikipedia page. I didn't realize that he was, like, his parents were killed or died. The, the situation yeah, no, really isn't clear. It's a pretty messed up story, man, yeah. And he comes to England, and he's just, like, great at football. Then he goes to Wigan. He's a, not, I don't know if he's a star, but he does really well. He gets bought from Chelsea, or bought by Chelsea. And, you know, he goes off on loan three times. It doesn't look like his career is going to happen. He comes back from West Ham, Mourinho leaves, and Conte just looks at him and is like, yo, I can use him. So his story, it's like a movie. Oh, no, it is not. It is definitely crazy, man. It is definitely crazy. And, I, and, I, and for me, I just think that um, it was like when you just saw him come, like, go out on loan and do really well, then it's his Nigeria thing was good, it was bad, but you come and got Chelsea, like under Mourinho, it wasn't really working. Like for me, like, I'm in both camps. For me, I'm like, you're right wing back. Is that really where you want to play Moses? How does it affect him for the national team and everything? But at the end of the day, it's whatever works, whatever works. No, it's, works. You know, it's, it's, so, it's, good. it's good for the national team that he's playing matches and he's going to be confident. I, I don't think he's ever going to lose his offensive talent. It will just make him more diligent defensively. And, oh, no, 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 but... No, I mean, it is a big difference. If, like, look, the same thing happens to Mikel. If you play, like, 30, 40 games as a right wing back and you try and play a few games as wing, it's very different. Like, psychologically, dynamically, it's just very different to go from a right wing back to, like, a right winger. Mm. You know, it's different, you know. Do you, do you think Nigeria could kind of use Conte's system? And... No, no, no. It doesn't work for Nigeria. No. <laughs> that, that doesn't work. What okay? Uh, I, you always talk about f- kind of footballing DNA, hmm. where where England should play four four two, Italy have three at the back, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. What is Nigeria's DNA? Is it four three three? Is it four, four three three? Like just that the DNA of Nigeria has always been very very attacking, mm. but not even like basically sort of like basically similar to Brazil, where it's it may be four three three, but it's very um, it's very free. Mm. It's not very defined. Like basically Brazil. Back in the like the ninety eight to two thousand two, where like you don't even know how to mark these guys because strikers on the wing, midfielders are coming from everywhere. Guys are just moving in all different directions. So that's and that's how Nigeria plays. That it's very unorthodox. That's the perfect word to use. Unorthodox. So it's a four three three. So it's very attacking, but again, it's not a rigid four three three. It's like it, it can be a four to one two, four to one three, but it's moving around. But definitely like. Three five two four four two. That's not Nigeria's way, you know. Like a rigid formation like that. No, like whereas like Italy are a three five two team. Yeah. Like England are a four four two team. You know. Mm. So Spain. Yeah. <laughs> what was Spain? Well, you know, nine or whatever. Spain really, they really are a four four two team, but a four four two attacking team. Mm. Like when, like with Torres and Villa, both of the team that was like Spain for me at their optimal. Because, yeah, they can play the whole false line, but when they had Villa and Torres at their peak, like, what's it called, Euro 20, like, um, 2008, so stroke 2, 2010, that was like, you know, these guys are, are serious now, you know, so. But, but again, I think they do the um, 4-3, four, four, no, 4-3-1, I think, or something like that. 
Uh, so just touching, well, we, we, t- we talked about Victor Moses, so I guess we should talk about Chelsea Southampton. So they got another early goal from Eden Hazard, who he has five goals this season already. He scored four all of last season. But don't put him in the same conversation as Sancho. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. I mean, I, we've had a debate before. No, 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 but, no, but, it's, but Daniel, it's not a debate. It's like he's just that should just never even come up where he's put in the same sentence as Sanchez. Yes, he's playing well under Conte, but I still don't trust him as a world class professional. So, I mean, do you think this is? I remember the the discussion. I forgot who I had it with, but people were asking after last season, do you think Hazard still has his transfer value? that he would have had after he won, you know, all the player of the year and when he won the league in 2014-15. Nah, nah, nah. nope, nope, nope. do, do you think he's kind of recovering his, his value, as it were? Mm, extremely slowly, but it's gone way down from that player of the Yeah, league. I mean, because people were talking about 100 million. No, my no, no, Lord. I, 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 lower. What, what, I'm trying to think of the quote. Mourinho was like, he's worth 100 million for both legs. So basically he said 200 million for Hazard. Yeah, look, my Marine, look, Marine, the guy with us. Yeah, so it's, I think it's good for, for Conte and Chelsea that, that one, they figured out a system where um, Hazard can play to his peak and two, where Hazard doesn't have to do any. Or he, well, look, he, he, he can defend, but he doesn't have to do much. But listen, the key thing about Chelsea's system is that... It's those wingbacks. Well, and, and, and Golo Conte, of course. The key thing that it's present to Juventus, but what you have with those wingbacks is... Like at Juventus, Asamoah and um, Licksteiner were not really the best technically. Hard workers were not the best technically. So Licksteiner would get in an attacking position, and you just knew that, oh Lord, he's probably not going to get that crossing, or he's not really going to finish off that ball. But you now have guys who are just as, as hard workers as Asamoah and, and Licksteiner in Marcus Alonso and Victor um, Moses, but in attacking areas, you can actually have confidence. They can either beat their man or put in a very good cross. And by what they're but, but for, for them doing that walk, mm. it means that Hazard can drift in on the inside a lot more, which is what's because remember with under Mourinho, Hazard had to like um diversify his role between doing the job out wide and coming in on the inside. But for Hazard, because Marcus Alonso is really doing his thing on that left, Hazard can now really start to come in inside and start playing one-twos with Diego, Diego Costa. And the thing about our system is that when it works, it's a very, very good system. Just that it's hard to make it work. You need the right players. But if you make it work, you, you can defend very well. You can control the, the midfield. And you have so many more options on the attack in the middle and, and the wing as well. So when it works, man, it's a very it's, it's very hard to to actually beat it because you're plugging all the holes everywhere. So I would say just based off what we've seen or, or what I've seen watching all the Chelsea matches uh, with the three, four, three is against West Ham. They just, they lined up in the same formation. I think the way you beat it is putting three players who can all move. You put them and you pin them on Louise Cahill and uh, Aspilicueta mm. and, and you test their defense because if you put one striker with the three center backs, you're kind of letting them get away with it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you have to put at least two strikers or at least three forwards in attacking position. So the best way to beat it is matching up with it and testing Chelsea's well, defense. That's why, like, Chelsea would get, like, creamed 
by Barcelona. By Barcelona. <laughs> like Barcelona would cause them, like I mean, because again, like the Cannibal, Neymar, and Messi lining up against Luis, Aspilicueta, and Cahill, it's it's like Halloween. <laughs> it's it <frightening>. is Halloween. <laughs> yeah, so it is the way. It would literally be Halloween. So they no, it, it would it would be more like Christmas for them, I think, or Thanksgiving, or oh, no, 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 yes. Valentine's so it, Day or something. It would be like a nightmare. <laughs> For Louise and Co, and it would be like Christmas for um, Messi yeah. and Co. So yeah, I, I think matching up with the three four three is probably the way to go. And until they get Zuma back, and then maybe it'll be you know more solid, in my opinion. But so, so, so if Zuma comes back, who do you take out? I would probably take out Cahill. Ben Louise has been—I don't want to say perfect, but he's hardly made a mistake in like six or seven matches. Like, well, that's that, that will be coming very soon, so don't worry. So. No, the, the only person who's made mistakes so far is Cahill, where he got well, where he got the ball nicked off him three times. A, a David Lewis mistake is on its way. So I just, as I said, don't worry, it's coming. So yeah, but, yeah, but see, I think he he's bought himself one mistake with the solid performances that he's had. So if you can give you if, if you can give a team eight good games and one mistake out of the eight, I think that's probably what you're paying for when you buy David Lewis. <laughs> you know, he's he's gonna give you nine good games and then one really bad one, and in that bad one, he could you know score an own goal or go on one of those PlayStation runs that Gary Neville talked about once. So anyway, speaking of, you brought up Diego Costa, hmm. and I have a question for you. <laughs> he has scores. Very good goal, though. Very very good goal. Yeah, class. Um, he scored forty goals in sixty four. Premier League appearances, 40 goals in 64 appearances. Mm. And I'm seeing <laughs> Diego Costa is better than DDA Drogba. What do you think? He isn't. <laughs> I'm like, why? What's more do you want me to say? Look, I, wait, 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 wait. Better than D- Drogba now or Drogba at his peak? Drogba so at his peak. Oh, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> All right, here, here, here's my argument. And I actually kind of use this argument for saying Drogba over Henri, but obviously this is... Whoa, oh, oh Drogba over Henri? <laughs> I, listen, I, like I said, Drogba's... Grass. <laughs> you are smoking grass. Wow, wow, he, wow, wow. He, he's, he's my favorite player, okay? so Who cares? This is called talking tactics, not Daniel tactics, man. Come on, man. I have to have arguments for these kinds of things, just in case. Okay, speak, man. Bloody hell. All right. So, and I will use this argument for Drogba over Costa in this instance, but just you can insert Henri if you want. Um, My argument for Didier Drogba is he played in a time where Chelsea were quite defensive, right? And people love to use the goal-scoring argument as the benchmark for who's the better player. I think that has faults in it, but... That being said, that's what people use as saying Costa has more goals, therefore he's better than Drogba, right? I would say that if you look at the, the teams that Drogba played in, barring the 2009-2010 season where Carlo Ancelotti just kind of let him go and he just let his team play free where he scored 29 goals in 34 appearances despite playing in the Africa Cup of Nations, he played in defensive-minded setups with Mourinho and with other managers. So... He didn't get the kind of open attacking opportunities that Costa's getting, that Henri got. So if you put Drogba in a system where he would have been allowed to express himself freely, 
you would get higher goal tallies. It just makes sense because he's not being kind of held back or shackled or handcuffed by the system. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I thought you said this is an argument of why Costa is better than Drogba. No, why Drogba is far better than Costa plus his technical ability. Wait, 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 unmatched. Wait, wait, wait. Like, like Costa almost looks like he's. He, wait, wait, wait. But I thought you just said that an argument of how Diego Costa is better than Drogba. Hell no. Okay, well, well, we need to listen to this again because, like, because you said that someone said Costa is better than Drogba, then I said yes. No. You know, I I said I'm hearing arguments that Diego Costa is better than Drogba. You said no, and then I said I'll explain why I think Drogba is better than Costa. Okay, okay, oh, no, no, oh. yeah, yeah. I mean, from like it's and then the, and, and and then I also said yeah. that this is the argument I use versus Henri. Right? Oh, so so okay, so so you do believe he's better than Henri? Yes. Now that's where we have to disagree then. Okay. Because Daniel, <laughs> the kind of stuff that Henri could do was incredible. Like for me, like in my view, the stuff Drogba could do yes, was incredible. I think Sir Henry is probably the best player the Premier League has ever had. You know, if I'm gonna be honest, as an all round, probably the best player because the thing with Drogba was like, yes, Drogba was a finisher. Henri was a player, as in passing, getting Involved in the attacks, like like Drogba, like did Drogba ever score that kind of goal that Henri scored at the Bernabeu? Remember that back heel goal that Henri scored? Remember that that flick um, goal that he scored over Bar 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 says the kind of passes he made, the way that the kind of um, assists and um, through balls that he did, like Henri's, like Henri reached a level where you no, know, this guy is playing high level football, high level where he's like a player. Drogba is was a a cold blooded striker. Not that just a striker. Only was a footballer, you know, as in doing crazy <laughs> things with the ball. So yeah, see, I, I, no, I, I don't argue ever that Henri is a worse footballer than Didier Drogba. I just say he's a better striker, and I'd rather have him in my team. And I mean, and then I, and, well, no, no, no. Also, I could use the argument that what did Henri ever do in a final? And then if you look at Drogba's final record, it's probably one of the best. Not probably. It is one of the best ever. At least in the modern context, nine goals and nine finals, or ten goals and nine and ten finals. He won a Champions League basically by himself. He won okay. countless FA Cups against Portsmouth, against Everton. Okay, it's like this. Henri and his one chance against Barcelona did nothing. Robert better striker. Robert better striker, Henri better football player. I don't have a problem with that, but people always tell me that Henri was the better striker, and I'm like, no, he wasn't. Like, no, stop. No, 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 no. Drogba was. Yeah, I'll give you that. Drogba was the better striker. Still won, by the way, three one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's my argument. It's foolproof. I've perfected it over the past, you know, ten years, <laughs> over the past decade. Uh, so, uh, any anything you want to talk about, Double H, before we move on? Um, I want to talk about Palatelli. No, do you? Yeah. So his record with Nice is, do you have it on hand or memorized? Six and five. Six goals and five. And Nice um, are where in the league on table? First, six points clear. I was going to go like, they're, they're where? How many points clear? Um, so two games clear or two wins clear. PSG and Monaco both on 23 points. Nice on 29. How, how do you pronounce the team in fourth? Gicon. 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 Jokby used to play for them now that I think about it. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. So, Balotelli for Ballon d'Or, is this still a thing? 
Put it this way. <laughs> let's look. Okay, let's just let's just let's just, let's just ha, let's just talk about this. Let's just have a laugh. If hypothetically speaking, mm-hmm. Balotelli gets like 28, 30, 30 G's, and mm-hmm. Nice win. Whoa, 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 whoa. Th- 30 G's in the league or 30 G's like with Europa League included? No, 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 in the league. Okay. Purely in the league. All right. If he gets 30 G's in the league and Nice win Ligon, surely, surely that should say sign. Hmm. Surely that should say sign. I, I mean, I, 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 I don't know how many times I've said this on the podcast. I don't really care about the Ballon d'Or. But I would care about it if Balotelli won it. If <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 you're right. Yeah. No, no, the Ballon d'Or is useless. It is, it is useless. Like, I mean, I stopped caring, like, yeah, when they started this whole messy Cristiano nonsense. But um, the reason why I wanted to go about Balotelli is that, man, Mario, if I, if I could just put him aside and say Balotelli, because I, I looked at his, his, his goal in the, in the last game, and just the guy's ability to time his run. His um, awareness of the, the the ball, the through ball coming through, and how good he is at finishing, how calm he is, mm-hmm. his maturity and his coolness. I'm like, Mario, you can be the best striker without a doubt in the world. Without a doubt in the world. I don't care about Aguero. I don't care about the Cannibal. I don't care about Lewandowski. If you focus, Plotelli, you can be out and out 100% the undisputed best striker in the world. Because you are more talented than anyone else. And people will say, oh my gosh, I, I, don't, I, told you, I don't care about Aguero. I don't care about the Cannibal. I don't care about Lewandowski. But Lutzeli, if you play to the best of your ability, you can be easily the best striker. Because it's, I'm like, this kid, I just, he has it. He has it. It's just, a matter, it's just a matter of him putting his head down and working for it. And that's, which, all, that's always been the case since Inter. It's always and, been the case. I think you know, it's the case of I don't think he even he realizes how good he can be because in his mind he's like like this is just football man well, whatever and he he's got such a random free personality and character which is, which is why he's such an interesting person that he doesn't actually realize how good he can be for him like this is just a pastime that's you earn a lot of money from like he's got sort of things like he's more worried about so yeah I mean I, I kind of get the vibe from him that he's more comfortable. Or he'd he'd have more fun just kind of like playing video games and stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just being oh, a just just, just like being a twenty six club like messing about. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like just just football is just something that I do on the weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, like go ahead. The fact that most football players are are very boring. You know, mm. they're very boring people who are not really that interesting to talk to. Like Balotelli is a guy. He's a character. You know, yeah. the guy's a character. So. He doesn't really mesh well with the kind of boring football professionals. So that's why, like, but the reason why I'm looking at him and he's at that, I think maybe he's realizing now, you know, wait a minute, maybe I should actually be giving something now with this whole thing. And so I think this whole niece thing is extremely interesting. Mm. Extremely interesting, you know, because you can see, like, because I watched, like, some of the videos of them celebrating, like, they have a great rapport, great chemistry, like the coach Favre. Very good coach. So, I don't know. Maybe this could be it for him, you know. That's really just sparks him. Yeah, but, like, do you think Nice is the final resting place? Or do you think it's just a stepping stone? But, you know, you know I said to myself, like, why not? Like, if you like it there, you like the city, 
you know, there's not a huge spotlight there. You can create your own legacy there. You don't have pressure upon there. Why don't it's like what's it called Maradona in Napoli, mm. where you created a legacy there? Like before Maradona, like Napoli have only won two league titles. Those are the two years that Maradona was at now Napoli. So when you when people um, think of Napoli, they think of Maradona. So for Balotelli, you can perhaps create that where when now people when people think of Nice, they think of Balotelli because Nice they've never I don't think they've ever won a league title before. So in my view, you know, screw it. You don't need to look for a Madrid or a Barcelona. Just this 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 is a good environment for you. And I think because of Balotelli's character and his personality, this is where you'd want to be. Where it's very low key, very yeah. low key. Big fish in the small pond. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, like I worry that he'll score twenty goals, twenty three goals, first or second, go into the Champions League or whatever. But his agent is, I think it's Raiola. Yeah, he's a prick. He's, he's and I, I worry that one good season, and clubs will realize what we realize that he has the talent, and maybe he's figured it out. And they'll turn his head, and he'll go to PSG or you can't go back to Liverpool or someone like that. But maybe he goes to I don't know, I don't, I don't know I don't know who would buy him, but just somebody, just a bigger I mean, club. If if AC Milan have a takeover, maybe he'll go there now for the third time. But yeah, I I worry that he'll do that prematurely. Look, he better not just that he's got an absolute prick as a, as an agent who is just who just who just wants money. Yeah, he made twenty-four million off the pug video. I mean, how does that work? How? <laughs> it's, they're called agent fees, I suppose. Look, that's not that's not an agent fee. That's that's a crack dealer's feeling. Now, actually, I I read somewhere he said he was working on the deal for two years. Oh, piss off! I don't I don't give a damn, man. That's that's, that's too much money, man. You stole <laughs> that money. I actually kind of I respect the hustle. Actually, like <laughs> I respect the hustle if I can get a cut. Oh, if I if I'm gonna get a cut, oh, I'll realize. You might have ruined your client's career, or maybe not ruined, but you've set your client's career back by trying to get Pogba to leave Juventus. But you know, you made twenty four million, so <laughs> no, 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 I don't respect unless the, the hustle involves me. You know, um, I don't respect any hustle like that, man. No. All right, all right. Uh, so, do you want a proper segue here? Do you want one? Oh, ready? okay. So you ready? Okay, okay so 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 you brought up Napoli had only won two titles yeah. under Maradona, right? And and it seems as if Juventus are the Bayern Munich of Italy, where they're just buying the talent from other clubs. And Napoli, in this instance, could be Borussia Dortmund, perhaps, where they took uh, Lewandowski from Dortmund. They took Juventus in this case. They took Gonzalo Higuain from Napoli. What 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 was the match? Was it in Juventus Stadium or was it? Yeah, yeah Juventus. Stadium. Yes, okay. So Napoli come to their former striker's home, and he scores the winner. And it's it's almost like none of these teams can do anything to Juventus at this point. It's October, and there's no point. To no, no, no. It's, it's it's over. It's over. Like I mean, this is not good. This this this, this is this is really deciding. Like we're in as as you said, we're in October and. The league is finished. It's done. Um, are Roma going to compete? <laughs> are Inter going to compete? Are AC Milan going to come compete? Hell no. So Juventus are not going to win. I think it's. I think it could be seven straight. I think it's six, to be fair. But still, six, <laughs> six in a row. I mean, look. I think Leon won league on seven straight times. I don't know if that's a record. 
But I'm pretty sure if Juventus keep going the way they are, they might buy Salah, they might buy whomever else that all these other teams have, and they'll win like nine straight, ten straight leagues. But you know, I was also like, this is similar to the, to the um, Kevin Durant's um, situation, i.e. chasing rings, as in... Oh, 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 you mean Higuain? Yeah. Okay. And you could even say Van 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 Van, Van Pers as well, or, and even maybe to in, in an extent Henri, where guys are like, oh, no, I need to win a league title. Oh, you want me? Boom, I'm gone. Because I want to win a league title. I mean, so when he gets he's like, look, uh, this, this is my, my best chance to get some silverware. Because I know I'm not going to do it with Argentina every, because I always miss a penalty and open goal. <laughs> so this is my... my, my, my that, that shot was unnecessary, definitely. Oh, look, oh, look but it was, it was it, it is very, very, very necessary. I'm sorry, because... Yeah, that, that, that was cheap. That was a cheap shot. That was yeah. uh, below the belt. I mean, I'm a very cheap guy, so... <laughs> but yeah, I mean... Like, like like I said, man, it's October. I think they're up on Roma by maybe four or five points. But it might as well be like... It's I, over, Daniel. It's finished. No, but... Uh, it, it's the points. It's finished. It's over. It just, it's done. It, I, I want to like Italian football. Like, I want to want to watch it. Look, you know if what? that makes sense. But... Look, look, same thing with... Even if, okay, Bayern are not going to... may not win it with this year, but... I still watch the league just for German German, German football is more entertaining to me than Italian football anyway. But if there was like a title race or I, or something compelling to watch in Serie A, then I'd, I'd watch it more. The thing about Italian football is that it's different. Like it's entertaining in a different sense because Italian football is more technical and more tactical. Yeah. So and I and I like the tactical and technical intricacies of it. You know, because like, you look at the UV Napoli games or UV Milan, it's this, they're very, very tactical stuff. Like the Bundesliga are just far, far more entertaining to watch, mm. you know, because it's a lot more open play. Yeah, I mean, I just look at it and I'm like, are Napoli ever going to win? <laughs> are they ever going to win a title? Like, is it going to be like 30 years before like they have another chance? I knew that they, they, wouldn't, they, they wouldn't win it last season. Like, I just knew, you know, like, you need a Maradona. Hence why Maradona was such a special player. Like, you need because Higuain, yeah, Higuain was amazing. Look, the, the guy broke the scoring record, but you need a goal scorer and a playmaker and a talisman, which is what Maradona was. He just wasn't a a striker and a finisher. He was like everything, you know. Mm. So it's an interesting development, but it's unfortunate at the same time because maybe well, Yvette... look, it's 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 club football, man. It's 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 it's, it's always been my, my issue with with club football as in like, um, and they didn't buy him cheaply either. I mean, as I said again, why there isn't a cap system or there aren't restrictions as to the players they can buy from the same league, I don't know. Yeah, and also with, with Millet going down, it's, yeah, look, it's, 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 it's double worse. You, you did a video and it said Drogba to Napoli. Is that a rule? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, that, that was a He's 38. He's going to save your season. He's going to be 39 in March. <laughs> like Daniel, at this <laughs> Daniel, at this rate, I'd, it's worth the risk. I would do it, you know, for it. For a, for a season, I would do it. But just that, look, it's 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 sad, it's disheartening because, hmm. like, this is not what I grew up watching, you know. Like, when I grew up, Inter would be there. Messi Milan would be there. Roma would be like, it was a title race where, like, okay, two or three teams, okay, now down to two teams. But with this whole thing, there's only one team, and you're like, I mean, what is this? Literally, what is this? I mean, what is it? How do you watch this with any interest when... You know that the, the team was going to win before a ball is even kicked. It's it's crazy, you know. Mm. So uh, 
just to leave that so we have a little bit more time. Uh, two more topics left, guys. Uh, you want to talk Champions League or you want to talk North London Derby first? Um, let's leave Champions League for last then. All right, so Tottenham, Arsenal. Arsenal are in second on 23. Okay, Tottenham are in fifth on 20. So Tottenham, if they win, they can draw a level with Arsenal. Um, how do you see the game going? Just a premature... Uh, Tottenham have... The best defensive record in the Premier League. Tottenham have a dude from the road called Janssen. So, since they have that guy in their team, I'm going to say Arsenal will beat them. They They are in the greatest form, but they're not losing. They may not be losing, but I just think that... I mean, look, it's either going to be a draw or a win, but um, I, I think Arsenal can get something like more close to a win, so... Yo, actually, the, the game's at the Emirates. Oh, it's, it's at the Emirates? Yeah, so, yeah, maybe, yeah. so maybe that Arsenal. changes the calculus a bit. Yeah, no, Arsenal, then, 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 no, then for sure, definitely, Arsenal will win, for sure. I could see a 1-1, actually. Mm, it's possible I'm privy to roll with, like, a 1-0. The old know? Arsenal, like, of the 90s. Anyway, uh, so Champions League, that was our quick. <laughs> that was a disgraceful preview. Yeah, <laughs> Look, blame Janssen, man. If, if, if Janssen would actually have a much more in-depth thing, but I'm sorry, but he's called Janssen. And have you seen what, what he looks like? And then he's Holland's main striker. So Is he? Yes. He's in the number one. In Holland's game against um, France, he was, he, he was starting. Wow. That's not good. well. There we go. There we it, go. It makes sense then why they are where they are. Um, so there's only one really big match this week, I would say, other than the North London Derby. Although I haven't looked at maybe the German schedule or the Italian or French schedule. Manchester City host Barcelona after being wrecked. They weren't wrecked. It's just four nil. Four nil. Double H. No, it's not because you look at the match. It's a case of Barcelona didn't. They did not play well. They just scored those goals because they have Messi. Messi did not have a, a great game. He just scored he those goals. He got a hat-trick, man. He scored three times. Wait, did you watch the game? Yes, I watched the game. And I saw him score three times. Are you, you going to tell me that Messi had a great game? No, he just he scored, scored three, three times. That doesn't yes. mean that he played well. It just yes, means it that he was asleep for, 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 for most of the game. But through bad the defending... And Messi just pouncing. He's, it's, it's almost like the same um, criticism with, with, with Cristiano that Cristiano is not a great player. He's a great opportunist, not a great player. For Messi in that game, he didn't have a great game. He really was Double H. If, if you score a hat trick in a game, it, you've played well. It's pretty much that simple. No, it's not, it's, it's not that simple. You can, you can have a. No, okay, okay, okay. Put it this way. You can can have, you name another player what? that scored a hat trick that had a bad game? Or is this the first time this has ever happened in history? Look, I'll have to. I can't. You, you can't think of one because it doesn't exist. Like you know, that's not a thing. I think Giroud has had a time where like he's had a bad game, but he's he he scored three goals because he was just at the right place at the right time. But he missed a whole lot of goals, so it can happen. Basically, <laughs> City like City were not duplicated. They were not outplayed. They were not embarrassed. It was it's a case of um, you, you didn't take you didn't take your chances. Barcelona took their chances because City had many many opportunities, and I think tactically they were better. Luis Enrique is a clown. Okay, 
So he doesn't he, he, he doesn't do any coaching. So they just didn't take their chances. Mm. Like the, from for me, De Bruyne was was probably the best player on the pitch. Like De Bruyne was probably was probably the most effective player on the pitch. I would say Messi was the best player on the pitch. He said Messi. He scored three goals. It's not that's you know, it's, <laughs> that you know, you're thinking like like an, an American man. That's a very American way of. No, I'm not. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, you know. Oh, three goals. Yep, yeah, sure, man. All right, let's go, man. Three, three Gs, man. Let's go, baby. No, <laughs> not as easy as, as, as that's my my American no, I, friend. Okay, listen. He listen. scored three Gs, but he had a quiet game. If you score three goals, it seems to me like you did what you were meant to do. If you're an attacking player, and and didn't he get an assist as well? Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. So you're responsible for all four goals. You scored two straight hat-tricks in the Champions League. Those still doesn't matter, man. The, the game I watched was a guy who, yeah, you scored those Gs, but you still didn't have a great game play-wise. Feel me? I mean, no, no. I can understand that nuance, and it makes sense that you can just luck yourself into three goals. But it's and not... And also take advantage of very, like, City, it was two of those goals, horrible defending. They literally just put it on, on a plate for him. You still have to finish so, them. I should give you a Christmas card for a, finishing a one-on-one. A one-on-one. Give me a break, man. Come on, man. I mean, when Ibra misses his one-on-one, what do we do to him? Well, that's Ibra. He should be dropped. <laughs> like, Look, you, it's Ibra. So, you you can't have it both ways, I don't think. I think if you score three goals, I think you had a pretty damn good game. But you have, you are well within your rights to look at it how you look at it, and I will look at it how I look at it. Um, but anyway, if they lose 4-0 at home, I don't think you're going to be able to say that City... But they played played well, and the state lost eight goals in two games. Look, how do you see since the match going, man? You've you've blown a whole lot of hot air, which I disagree with. But how do you see the match going? Mm, I think City they'll have a better performance score wise um, than they did at the New Camp. But I can see Aguero starting, or maybe Kelechi, whomever Pep decides. I don't think he's going to try to go with. Well, maybe he, Pep's an arrogant guy, you know. So maybe he will just like. I'm going to try this tactic again and see if it works, even though I got spanked for zero. It, it, it depends on that for me. If Aguero plays, I could see a 2-2. If he doesn't start a striker and he tries to go false nine, I could maybe see 2-1 Barcelona. And nothing disrespectful, though, this time around, I don't think. Hmm. I, for me, I think that's, you know, since you're going to win. Hmm. Scoreline? Maybe 2-1 or even like a 3-0. Oh, Wow. Like, it could be, like, just one of those things where, like, they just really, they just get them. You know, they just really, you know. And uh, because I just, because for Boston, I just, I just see a team that they're there for the taking. I think that, um, in my humble opinion, um, <laughs> City, I think, though, because... Is I, your so, opinion really that humble when people say that? In, in my humble I, opinion. You know, I, I say, look, look, okay, in my extremely arrogance... <laughs> narcissistic opinion. I think that um, City, based on what they did at the new camp, mm. they'll be able to, to take their chances this time because they they now know psychologically they can beat these guys. They know mentally and psychologically that they can beat these these guys, and because they know that, I think they will go into that game confidence. So what's scoring? Did, did did you say two one Barcelona? I think. What do you mean by you think? That is my belief that the game will finish 2-1 Barcelona. No, look, I'm not changing my scoreline. So, 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 so that I'm just saying that, like, um, for Pep, 
with this city team, I see. You, whoa, whoa, you you have three zero city. No, 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 no. I'm sticking with two one. But I said three okay. zero is a possibility. Okay. Like if City score early and score first, I'm getting so, a roll. I think that you could basically remember, I think we'll to Celta Vigo or something where Barcelona got came to like three zero. So so basically we, we both have two one, but just for the other team. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, right. so you're saying Barcelona will will win two one. Yes. And you have City two one. Yeah. Alright, so questions. Um right. I, I, I will read the questions. Go for it. So this is from Football God at official underscore foot seven. What is Double H more afraid of? Cristiano winning the 2018 World Cup or Yakubu playing for Kelly or (laughs) Yakubu playing for Nigeria instead of Kelechi? Hashtag talking tactics. So (laughs) that's probably the the best question that's ever been asked, man. So would you rather Yakubu play for Nigeria again or Cristiano (laughs) win the World Cup? And you can't Um, say neither. You have to pick one. Neither. <laughs> no, 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 no. You have to pick one. Um, oh, no, 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 no. It said, what are you more afraid of? So maybe you don't have to pick one, but you have to justify which one you'd rather not happen. So Cristiano winning the World Cup or Yakubu for Nigeria? Which one worries you, know, you most? Okay, okay, okay. Let's address the Yakubu thing. <laughs> okay, what Yakubu did was bad. But my thing is, this is that. Okay, fair enough. You missed an open goal. Shocking, and that open goal ended up with Nigeria getting knocked out. But it's like Nigeria have been suffering so much and everything like that. So, okay, so so he said if Yakubu plays instead of Kelechi, or, or they can both be in the same team at the same time. Yakubu playing for Nigeria instead of Kelechi. Man, this is. <laughs> or just Cristiano winning the World Cup with Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great question. <laughs> Yo, no, no, okay. If I'm, if, I'm stumped, man. If I were you, I would say, I would say Yakubu. No, 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 no. It's an, it's, it's an impossible question. Ah. If Cristiano wins though the World Cup, I'm screwed. I'm, I, I'm, no, no, I'm okay, screwed. okay, no, no. Which, which one is more unlikely though? Yakubu playing for Nigeria seems more unlikely than Cristiano no, 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 but I, winning I think, the World Cup. No, no, no. To make it sweeter. It has to be both are likely. So oh. to make so to make the dilemma a lot sweeter, it's like let's be a hypothetical. So let's say Yakubu can play and it can happen. And which one I'm more afraid of? You know what? It's got to be Cristiano, because you uh, you can stand Yakubu just for like a couple games. No, no, but it's Yakubu Cri- instead of one of our hottest talents. Cristiano winning the World Cup is history. Like you, you'll die with that. Like in. 20 years, there will be another generation of Nigerian players. 20 years from now, Cristiano would have still won the 18 World Cup. Daniel, Daniel, it's Yakubu. <laughs> okay, you know what? I think, you know what? This is sort of like, which is, you're, you're looking at lesser of two evils. I think that the Yakubu thing would be painful. <laughs> it would be, be fearful. But I can't, I just cannot accept Cristiano winning a, a World Cup. So... <laughs> Like, for me, I'll just have to swallow that pill. I will cry. I will hate. I will create through a hissy fit. But as you said, which is a good point, like, Noah calendar, and new, new guys always coming in through. Um, but Cristiano winning the World Cup, no. no <laughs> so, yeah, that's that is what I am more afraid yo, of. He, yo, yo, well, basically, if Portugal won the 2018 World Cup, then 
Argentina by 2022, the Qatar World Cup, it would hmm. the, the team is going to look completely different, which means Messi, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. which which means Messi wouldn't win one, right? Hmm. So so that would mean yeah. Cristiano would have a Euro, a World Cup, and Messi might not have any international silverware. Hmm. You know what people would do, especially if Cristiano won like the score or scored the winning goal in like the ninety in like stoppage time, in the final. <laughs> <laughs> People would be asking you to make him a horseman. <laughs> See, that's that's okay. Then, look, I, I, my horseman. I take those things very seriously. That's like my; those are my babies, man. Those are my. I treat them like my own children. So, like, I just think that for my for for my well being and my sense of mind. Sorry, but let's. I think my my biggest fear is Cristiano winning a a, a, a World Cup. Yeah. That can't happen on my watch. All right, so so uh, I I don't want to neglect. Great question. Yeah. Great question. We probably should have saved that one for last. But uh, one a one word answer before we get out of here. Is there a weakness to Conte's three four three? So which player do you think in the current eleven is the weakness to Conte's three four three? Already. <laughs> His question is that. So two things. So you put on guard here, but I think is there a weakness to the to the three five two? No, 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 no. It's 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 a three four three. Not a three four three. Yeah, not three five two. Again, the, the thing with a three man defense is you have to have quality to, to defenders, and you have to have defenders with a very high IQ that know what they're doing. You know, because yes, you have the the, the support of your wing backs who make it a five when you're defending, but still, those those are these are still wing backs. They are not dedicated fullbacks. So the key thing for the system is you have those three defenders have to be be just have to have amazing IQ and amazing awareness, you know. So I agree that Cahill is the weakness, but maybe not for the reason you do. The weakness I see is the space to beat the three four three is on the flanks, right? So you have mm. you have Asper the Quetta, who's a natural wide defender. He's a he's a right back but he's playing as the right center back. So he has the pace to kind of marshal the channel, right? Then you have Louise as kind of cover in case the, the ball gets played and you need extra cover. But Cahill running in through the channel, that's the weakness. That's, that's where you can get at him. And if the wing back, whether it be Alonzo or Moses, is too far because I can't think of who's playing on that side at the moment. But if, they're, if they bomb forward maybe in an attacking sense and then there's a quick transitional play, Cahill in that kind of in that channel against a good winger, make it Theo Walcott or Donato, maybe, maybe a, a fast winger is what I meant. If you put a fast, <laughs> if you put a fast winger on that side, whether it's like Theo Walcott or I don't know, just just anybody with a bit of pace. Could, better, not, no, no, better not be Navas, man, please. I mean, he could trouble him, couldn't? Oh he? no, 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 Daniel, please, 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 please. He's a brick. He's a brick. <laughs> Well, no, even even if he played two strikers and one of the strikers had a bit of pace, so if, let's say they played Aguero and Kelechi together. And Kelechi... Yeah, yeah, like, no, 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 speed would be a problem. For right, so, so that's the weakness, in my opinion. But if you take him out and put in Zuma, then you have the pace and the defending, oh, yeah. the height, the strength as well. So that's probably the only weakness because the wingbacks are solid. The midfield of Conte and Matic, they seem to be working... Well, I mean, I w- I'm sure some people would say Matic is the weakness, but he's played exceptionally. I think he leads the league in assists, or at least he did before well, this Matic. week. 
Yeah, he had four. He had four assists. That was top of the league. Um, and then the wide players, maybe you could say Pedro's a weakness, but over <laughs> Willian, maybe I don't know. Um, Hazard and Costa are the two best attacking players in the squad. So um, Cahill seems the weakness. Maybe Courtois, but he's played well as well. So then mm. Begovic didn't look that convincing against West Ham. So yeah, Cahill. But anyway. Cristiano for the World Cup, I think, is where we're going to end this. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, that's that's question. That, that's, 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 that's a tough question. Man. I've never had a question like that before in a while. Yeah. So, did, did I say this guy's, this guy's handle? Bobby CH68559233? Yep. What does that mean? It means you have to create a username that no one else has. It means that you typed in Bobby some loser took Bobby. So you're like, okay, Bobby CP. Some loser takes Bobby CP. So you know, okay, I'm, I'm really pissed off. I'm just going to put in as many different numbers as possible. And yeah, you then get them, them ticks. So he obviously did it in, in rage because of Twitter taking so many of the other usernames. You know? yeah. so. Anyway, this looks like the number. Actually, it's a segue from that. Do you know how Half Hope was, was born? No. This should so be a story time with Have Hope. Yeah, most recently. This could be a segment. This goes back to um, Halo 2 online. Okay. And basically on the Halo game, I was always known as Hope. So just very simple, Hope and everything. So Halo 2 online, I was really excited. Yeah, man, this is the first time I'm playing like Xbox Live. This is like a whole new thing. So I type in Hope, someone's taking it. I was like, what? How can someone take Hope? So literally I was like, okay, what can I... What year is this? 2004. So this, so this is like way back. So I was like, what, what, what can I say? So then literally I just said to myself that because I think I put in like hopeness, Mr. Hope, but people, people keep took different varieties of hope. So I said, okay, okay, no, well, let me just try half hope. And then boom. So literally half hope was the first thing the half hope handle was used was for my Halo 2 um, online um, character. So when, when did the football hut start? Like 20, 2010. 2010. So that was like for the World Cup? So no, basically, it began for the 2010 Champions League um, knockout stage. You know when basically Inter Milan, basically that was my Mourinho thing, <laughs> when Inter Milan did it, their whole thing. Yeah. Because like my first big views video was uh, when Inter Milan beats Barcelona in the second leg. Oh, when, when uh, Victor Valdez told Mourinho to yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was funny. Yeah, so, yeah, so 2010 <laughs> was um, when it's... Uh, also, so yeah, and it's, yeah, it's been six years, man. Six years. So Have Hope was born by Halo. Halo 2. Yep, Half Hope was born from Halo 2. My um, purple and then pink armor. So, you so like, what, you, you're you on TV with your government name. I won't shout it out. So why don't you use the government name for the the hut? Because literally, like, literally, once I or, wear... Or, or, it's like Half Hope, like, its own brand at this point. Yeah, it is. It is because literally, like, um, look, I can see, like, Ben Wadia, that's just me without my shades, my, my, my government name and everything. But because I used to do like movie reviews as well with my my shades. So the guy with the shades who's extremely good looking is half hope. That's so so I've got to keep that thing that when that that's whenever I wear shades, I'm half hope. That's my alias, you know, and that is my different um, personality. But I don't have one of those. <laughs> man, it helps, man. It's 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 you know, you know it's it, it helps the ego much to have like like like, like an alias, man. It's totally different personality. So, oh no, you, like you see sports people like that. I don't know how what you know about like Deion Sanders or something, but he was prime oh, yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So 
Oh, that's interesting. Story time with Have Hope. We'll have to ask different well, questions. Yeah. So, episode 20 in the books. Um, no, 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 but no. But look, but I think it's been swum because I think, look, man, we're talking tactics, man. I think my whole thing about the football hots, you know, it's great, blah, blah. It's the best analysis thing in the world. But I just think that you look at um, um, first take and something I've been on as well, undisputed. Like, Daniel, Shannon Sharp is legit. I know, that, I know. I watch him. I watch him. Oh man, that guy's analytical skill is and for a guy who you didn't do this as a as a, as a career, it's right. in he's amazing. So I think that because I always said that you look at stuff like ESPN, NBC Sports, BBC, it's not fun. So the basically my dream was to marry the vibrancy and dynamism of like first take and undisputed with football. Because I said to myself that if literally if first take they talked about football. There wouldn't be a football hot. So I think the, the beat about talking tactics is that <laughs> people don't have this kind of swag when talking about football. It's very cold and very mundane. So that's what I'm like, you know, the talking tactics is of like, you know, it's yeah, we riffraff, we diverge into stuff, but we make it like it's guys just talking and riffraffing, and there's a bit of you know juice in it, you know, because again, too much football podcasts just seem a bit too cold, you know. Yeah. So just like yeah, he then he passed it to the. They're like game reviews almost, like yeah. So first in the in the second minute, Alexis Sanchez passed to yeah, 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 yeah. like oh, man, that's boring, man. I don't give a fuck. Oh, about yeah, this. I think it's more informal, man. I mean, please come on, you know. So so yeah, uh, Twitter talking tactics, Instagram, Instagram which, which we don't really use. So <laughs> talking tactics, Facebook, talking tactics, SoundCloud, talking tactics. Um, if you could talking you tactics, know, Snapchats. LinkedIn. Do we have a Snapchat? Did you make one? No. no? Nope. I don't. I don't. I, a Snapchat. That's another thing where my camera broke and Snapchat just started popping off, and then I started oh. hearing like DJ Khaled. Apparently, <laughs> he's like another one. Another one and another. And I, one. It just missed me by. I downloaded it and I was like, "How do you work this?" And no, 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 no. it made me feel extremely old. And I deleted it because like I just don't get it. I, I don't know how to. <laughs> I was like, "How? How do you do Snapchat?" Uh, maybe I'll have to look up a YouTube tutorial. Maybe start one for talking tactics. But anyway, uh, leave us a rating on iTunes. You could leave us a review. If it's good, we'll read it. Hit those hearts, man. If 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 you don't, then you know that's just being. And we're, we're gonna try to uh, get something out on Thursday. Don't hold us to it. I can't make any promises. Um, I don't know what other people's schedules are gonna be like. Last Thursday or Friday, I think, we released Talking Tactics Extra. We talked about the U.S. presidential election, so make sure you check that out. Um, I will be, do, be doing more topics on um, feminism, war, sex, and extraterrestrials. So, Feminism, really? Yeah. So, yeah, do you have a problem with, with feminism? Do you? Not really. I think he can get a bit wild sometimes about, you know, certain things, but, you know. You're, you're being such a, a male chauvinist. Talking to you, look, man, we're, you know, we're trying to expand it because if you guys did like that, we did um, expand on some other things. So, you know, well, keeping everything on the ball, man, just, you know, we're, we're still um, thrashing ideas that just, you know, give you the, the, the best. Look, it's all for your listening pleasure, man. All for your listening pleasure. But this is the core. The core is every Tuesday, the best football tactical breakdown on the planet this is our our core network amen so, so talking tactics man sometimes funny sometimes serious 
Always, always football. And we'll see you guys next week. Why why are you singing in these videos? Like in the in the United City review, you had like was, a two minute opera or Anyway, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next Tuesday. Peace. Podcast Network.